0: i would do my fiends welcome back to the football g podcast you know what fucking time it is man hey we hitting we hitting these guys <laughs> we fucking hitting these i'm glad we switched up the podcast to to now officially what it really is man we got straight to dessert we skip lunch we skip breakfast lunch the little snack right after lunch and dinner. We go straight to dessert, man. That's how we do it here. So this weekend it's gonna be a little short, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to really get my feet wet, man. I'm trying to see exactly how I can bring back the most out of what we're trying to accomplish, right? So again, this is not financial advice, um, but we hitting, man. We hitting. So if it was we'd be fucking hitting. We're hitting regardless. We're going to start off with the games that we didn't go with. <laughs> and that was all the all the Saturday games, man. They were so convoluted. Bayern Munich, obviously, like I said before, they're going to be a over 2.5 team for the rest of the season. But all the bookies have caught on to that, man. That over 2.5 for Bayern was way out of our odds. Uh, range right we don't want to we don't want to go past negative 300 so I had to say bye-bye to Bayern Munich it put a tear in my eye guys but fuck especially since they won 4-0 we could have literally just done you know what we might do we might do just break even with three so let's say they we were to do the over 2.5 they would have broke even for us with three and if they score just four which is not going to be that easy We'll we we'll win those most likely, but we gotta see, man. We get we can't get caught up in those in those uh out of range odds like that, which is why we didn't go with them. You know, I'm not I'm not upset that we missed out. There's no FOMO right there. Um, I didn't go with Dortmund though. Why? Cause they showed they showed why, man. Look at that fucking losing the whole game pretty much. Well, they were winning with Hallen's goal. And then they got caught up, bro. They got caught up. Helen tied it up in the 90th minute. That's so not it, bro. So it's all good. I just didn't go with them. And guess just like Atletico Madrid, when I didn't go with them, what did they do last weekend? They tied. So, well, last last weekend. Because we're, we're filming this on a Monday afternoon. Beautiful day. Um... Yeah, man. So, Real Madrid, I'm not going to lie. That was probably one we should have went with. Yo, back up. All right. So, Real Madrid, we should have went with them. Benzema is fucking in form. Oh, my God. The fucking Black Cat is back. So, Everton versus Man City was a cup game. We don't fuck with cup games. You guys already know that. All right. We're going to hit the real juice and really break it down for you so let's head on over to our only loss of the weekend so out of the three picks this was our only loss and I got a lot of stats for you guys so it's not even I'm not even worried about it we're gonna head on over to Juventus versus Benevento. so Juventus is home right they're home cool so we're, we'll just make sure that you guys understand that they're home and yeah there's no fans and whatnot, but but son, your home and your Juventus and you're fighting for the, for the league, right? All right, our our odd, um, or our pick was that Ronaldo was an anytime goal scorer throughout this game. Now, did I analyze that they might have not won just because of the probable lineup? Yeah which is why we went with Ronaldo anytime goal scorer and not Juventus win, right? Because I don't trust Juventus. That team is mediocre. I trust Ronaldo, bro. I trust Ronaldo. That's what we put our trust in in this pick in the pretty much the one of the goats, the highest scorer in all of football history. So I'm not wor- I'm not worried about losing this one guys. Let's check out Ronaldo's stats. Everybody had under a 6.7 rating. Except for Delict, but he's a center back. He had a 7.5. Ronaldo had a 7.0. So out of all the attackers, he's the one with the highest rating. And let's check out why. So Ronaldo's stats in this game We'll go with his passing, just to this to show you how well he played. You know, pass total passes or total accurate passes twenty five. So he had an eighty six percent success uh, pass rate. He had nine total shots on goals, three shots off target, four shots on target. Right now, two of those shots were were stopped by the keeper. And those two shots, if you were watching the game, they were literally right in the six yard box. Uh they weren't directly in front of goal. They were pretty tight angles, but they were good stops nonetheless, man. I watched this whole game. Ronaldo should have buried it. Oh, we're not we'll not even get into the most important part of this whole game. Let's continue with his stats, right? Two crosses, 55 touches on the ball, duels won seven, duels lost three. So Ronaldo had a solid game, right? And the the pick was for Ronaldo to score. So he had a lot of chances. And guess who's the penalty taker of the team? It's Ronaldo. Well, if you follow the page, I literally have a stand side-by-side photo of Neymar's penalty in the Champions League quarterfinals against PSG when they came back, that 6-1. And I'm not saying a Lona or anything. Wink, wink. But, um, yeah, man, it's a standby, side-by-side picture of the penalty that was not called on Chiesa in a league game um, versus the penalty that was called on Neymar in a Champions League quarterfinal. So, one was called, one was not you obviously know our pick or our game they didn't call the pk so chesa they have var they can replay it They he didn't even check var the the fucking ref he didn't even check var i instantly i was like oh this is we hitting right here this is where we hit our fucking pick and go three for three right wrong wrong dude because the fucking ref didn't even check VAR. I would have been more content if he checked VAR and was like, nah, get the fuck up. And continued the game. But he didn't even check VAR. The fucking defender, it's even worse than the Neymar call, right? Because he puts his, like, f- head in the way. And then as he sees, like, that's not really going to work. He fucking extends his arms out and kind of grabs Chasa by one of his f- fucking foots or f- feet. <laughs> I'm running so hard, I just said foots, bro. Anyways, he grabs him by one of his feet. Or he grabs him by his foot. I can't even speak English, I'm so upset at this. He grabs him by his foot. I'm not pressed, but it's just, you know, the, you want to be a bad referee when when we do our picks? Come on, man. So he grabs him by one of his foot. still doesn't call anything. Ronaldo scored one... And he was off sides. There was another VAR check on a different penalty situation where it could have been a handball. And they actually checked that one and ruled it off. So, guys, we didn't hit because because that's just how football is. And that's how it played out. Was the analysis there? Yep. I mean, you know, everyone has their own their own opinion. But based off the stats, based off the situation... Based off previous form by Ronaldo, we should have hit this man. Beneveto are now, check this out, guys. They are now after that win against Juventus outside of relegation zone, in sixteenth place, right? So if they w- if they would have lost that game, they still would have been a seventeenth. Pl- well, they would have been sixteenth place just because Torino. Have twenty-three points and Beneveto now have twenty-nine, they would have had twenty-six instead. Um if if you know the ref would have done their job. But also Pirlo, what's up with those lineups, bro? Like dead ass, man. This is exactly where when I come back, if you've watched the previous podcast, I say like even the best Um players aren't necessarily going to be the best coaches or the best, um, analytics or, or best hosts to f- fucking ESPN, whatever you call it, or whichever platform they're on, they're not always going to, going to be these, they're not always going to think just the way that they thought on the pitch, you know, and you still got to, you still got to take into consideration anything that any opinion that they have on the game, especially if their coaches, but I don't know. Pirlo's not doing not doing a good job, and I know he doesn't have many many talents. But McKenny was on the bench, man. I'm pretty. It's pretty much established. McKenny is the best midfielder on Juventus, which is which is not a good feat. McKenny's is very good player, and I support him. Fuck America, but for a a u a USA national, that's I'm not. I don't know his age off the top of my head. I'm sure he's under twenty fucking four, bro. So if he's under twenty five and he's a US national and that's the best fucking midfielder on your whole team, and you're in the top three leagues in Europe, it just shows. It shows. So. Either way, he should have played. Um, he came in, played well. By as as soon as he came in, he was already creating chances down the line, taking players on one v one, and winning, crossing. You know, without Cuadrado, uh, Ronaldo doesn't have much to work with. It's Cuadrado to Ronaldo, Ronaldo in the back of the net. That's how that's how Juventus plays, man. So when they're disrupted, I should have seen this, I guess as a possibility, but that's that's why, you know, that's why these odds are the way they are, like regardless of Guarau not being in, Ronaldo had chances, VAR had opportunities to call penalties. So that's just broken down why that didn't hit. Um, at the end of the day, we were unfortunate. Keeper did a good job, man. Keeper did a good job that game. The times he had to show up, he showed up. So I'm not even upset at that one. Let's head on over to our next game. And and we'll kind of go over why we didn't do certain games either. Look at West Ham versus Arsenal. 3-3. That game was ridiculous, man. Imagine we would have done that game. (laughs) I mean, I get it over 2.5, but... For example... West Ham were winning fucking 3 0 and then Arsenal came back, right? I kind of knew that coming up. Arsenal aren't really a team you can you can uh put your money on, you know? But they came back, Leicester versus Man U. After Man U beat Man City, but now it's a cup game, and you lose against Leicester three one, right? So that's what I mean about the cup games. The lineup was still like a starting lineup for both teams. But it's like the mentality is different, man. It's a cup game. So the teams kind of go in a little defensive at first. And Leicester didn't this time. They went full out. They went full out. That's how cup games go. Either the underdog is too much of an underdog with no experience and they can't hold it down and the uh the favorite pretty much take it um or the underdog who is well experienced in this case Leicester City just go all out man and take the fucking dub so good thing we didn't go for that game but we did go for Atletico Madrid versus Deportivo Alaves and let me tell you, man, it was 1-0, so it was a little tight for us. But the goal was in the 54th minute, you know. Uh, it gave us, since the beginning of the second half, to kind of chill out and know that for now our, our pick is hitting. They had so many chances uh, to put it away. Deportivo Alaves was not really there, you know. As I analyzed before well, I didn't make an analysis video this time because it was only three picks, but they're ni- They're in relegation zone, right? And Atletico Madrid only won 1-0. They should have won at least at least 2-0. Let me show you the stats on this game. So, Atletico Madrid has had 62 possession and Alaves had 38. Uh, total shots... Wow, Alaves had more total shots. So 9 versus 8 from Atletico. That's pretty It's pretty funny. Chances created, both had 6 chances. Big chances, both had one each. Um That's I don't I don't understand that because I know they they had another opportunity to score. Okay, it's reflected down here in the shots on target. So shots Total shots, 8 from Atletico and 9 from Alavez. But Atletico's shots, 4 were off target, 4 were on target. For Alavez, 2 were off target and 3 were on target. <laughs> so how is that 9 shots? What the fuck is good? It doesn't make any sense at all. okay because some shots were outside of the box all right so shots outside of the box you had two from alavez four from atletico this shit is not adding up man oh black stopped the pk <laughs> he came in clutch for us hold up guys i'm trying to figure out why these shots are adding up on this app I watched the game though, so I'm sure, and I saw the opportunity that, that, um, Atletico Madrid had, you know, they had one opportunity with, uh, Koke, and he just didn't, he didn't come through, man. Suarez, you know, he never fucking, um, he's, he's gonna put away his chances, man, and no perdona, so the one chance Suarez had he's going to put away and that's what we were hoping for man we were hoping Suarez had one chance and put it away but there were more chances man um we hit this regardless Atletico Madrid had to win you know they've they pretty much controlled the game 62 possession um let's head on over to the next pick now we got PSG versus Leon, man, and this shit hit better than fucking any of the picks, right? Because it was to be over 2.5. We could have done over fucking four, and we would have won this game with beautiful odds. We still had good odds. It was the lowest odds of all three of the picks at negative 170. Um. So, so they had the best odds, man, and this is the one that for sure hit the best. So Leon had two goals, PSG had four goals. That's a total of six. We could have done <laughs> we could have done four. And those odds would have probably been positive. And we would have won that, right? But I mean, man, if you're sticking to the to the fucking channel and you're and you're uh I should've added Barca to that, honestly. Um I just, you know, Real Social are a good side and they're home, but Barcelona have shown that that they're they're stepping it up man this should have been in one of our picks I'm just mad I didn't make this our fourth pick and we would have hit uh Barcelona to win in the first fucking half uh or just win flat out money line and would have just added that much more uh of a spread for our our picks right but yeah guys Thanks for fucking tuning in. And next week, I'm going to fucking add my my producer or uh, my pretty much my co-host. Um, He's going to start popping into the fucking the uh, podcast just so I can have like ideas to bounce off, man. And sometimes someone to tell me like, oh, nah, man, this and this and maybe have some type of counter argument. Right. We like controversy a little bit. Cause I'm if I'm just over here hitting all the fucking picks, man, that's no fun. We're just fucking five out of seven right now, bro. Look at these. You should check out the guys on Twitter. They're not even fucking. Their shit's not even sixty percent. But whatever, man. I'm not hating, bro. I'm just saying this is free game, guys. Tell your fucking boys. Tell your girls. You guys are getting free picks, man? Negative three hundred odds and above. Let's go. Next. F- weekend guys my f-ing co-host is gonna be on here we're gonna bounce ideas off i'm gonna f-ing talk more shit because it's funner to talk shit when there's someone with you right guys and i know you guys are all with me let's f-ing eat together we're free game man we're all eating i love everyone that supports uh the channel man all we doing is winning guys all we doing is winning and talking shit while we winning, right? nah guys stay humble stay blessed have a great rest of your week i hope your monday was productive as mine and stay tuned on the next episode